So some of you are adding too much to your plate and that's why you're so stressed. Some of you are just stressed because you're too far focused into the future and not currently sitting enough time to be present and, and accept your current reality. Some of you are stressed because of the amount of worry that comes with the future or uncertainty. But ultimately what I'm here to tell you today is you've got to start planning for your stress. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Honey, I'm Home podcast, a podcast under the Happy Heart Academy network, where we're talking today about how you can go about planning for your stress. But before we dive into today's episode, once again, welcome into the 2024 season. This year is the year that you reclaim your life, your happiness, and your independence. And how do we begin to do that? Well, the first step that I would tell you to take is to go check out the free masterclass training in my bio or in the show notes below. There you're going to receive the three steps on how you can begin to move on so that you can reclaim your life, finally find your happiness, and move on with independence. So if that's something you're still struggling with, to let go of 2023, move into 2024 with more hope, more excitement, more happiness, be sure to check out that free masterclass training in the show notes below. Now on to today's episode where we're going to be talking about how you can plan for your stress in your life and in your home. My friends, today is a very special day. It is Thursday, and that means we're talking about how to begin to manage and lead within your own home. This episode comes from a place of, truthfully, it comes from a place of hate because I hate feeling stressed. Like many of us probably do, I'm no good at managing stress, so that means that I have to learn how to anticipate it and plan for it so that I'm not so overwhelmed by it and make bad decisions in my life. You see, how we can navigate stress is vital to the overall quality of life that we experience on a day-to-day -day basis. If we're poor at managing our stress, we're going to live a poor quality of life in my eyes because ultimately, if we allow, to allow stress to dictate our day-to-day, -day, we're oftentimes going to be less in control of our thoughts, of our emotions, in control of how we entertain a relationship outside of the one that we have with ourselves. So ultimately, my friends, here's what I know to be true for me, and I'm sure that it is also true for you inside your home or even in your daily life. Stress affects us all, but that doesn't mean that we should let it roll over us and destroy our life and our homes. So today, we're going to be talking about how you can begin to manage your stress by teaching you how to properly plan for your stress so that you don't have to feel so overwhelmed or like you can't make it through whatever it is you're going through. And I think this is gonna be such an important lesson to learn, especially in this year. You know, this year in the United States, no matter where you're listening to this at, is election year. With election year always comes chaos, angst, stress, overwhelm, you know, a lot of emotional uproar. And we've gotta learn how to master our emotions before they start to control us. And I have some uh, four basic ideas that has helped me to manage my stress and in my life. But before we talk about that, I wanna talk about what it means to actually plan for your stress. Planning for your stress means it's all about anticipating your stress. You know, I think leaders, true leaders, not followers, true leaders in their homes and outside their homes and their businesses and in their uh, friendship group, they anticipate for things to go wrong, things to get hectic. They anticipate the worst case scenario, and then they usually have a plan. If all things fail, this is what I will do. 
And stress is one of those things that I've learned to plan for because I myself am not good at managing my own stress. You know, for example, in the in all of last year in 2023, transparently, I've talked about this before, but you know, I've been in and out of the hospital because of the chest pains that I would experience due to the high amount of anxiety that I was facing uh, with the amount of work that I was putting in. It was becoming very difficult and, and anxiety and stress started to run my life, started to deplete my health. It started to ruin my relationships, not only toward myself, but with my wife. And, you know, I, I knew I was depleted because stress depletes you. It depletes you mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. It strips you completely from your best self. And after the, my third visit into the hospital, I was like, enough is enough. Like, my, I was in so much stress that my body went into shock to the point where it just started to shake, where my, my muscles tightened up and locked, and I couldn't do anything about it. No breathing, no meditation, nothing was helping me through that pain, that physical pain that I was going through. And, and this made me recognize how terrible I am with stress. But that doesn't mean that I stopped myself from um, experiencing it. What I decided to do was I decided, you know what? I'm going to start to anticipate my stress. I'm going to start to plan for my stress and allow myself to have a strategy in place for myself so that when I do experience stress, I know A, how to handle it, and B, I have a plan to overcome it. Most people never think like this. Most people never take the time to actually think about who do I want to be when I'm feeling stress or how am I going to overcome it? What am I going to do? What's the game plan? Did you, under do you understand that stress is one of those things that can cause you to lose a lack of vitality, aliveness, and even your life? Stress wreaks havoc on your heart, on your mind, on your body, on your overall health. And I couldn't bring that into 2024. So I wanted to talk to you about this today so that you too could implement the strategies that I've implemented into my own life in a way that has really helped me to go through my stress, plan out for my stress, and so that I don't feel so overwhelmed and stressed. You see, there's been multiple times in my life that, you know, there's there's stress you can plan for and obviously stress you can't plan for. You just sometimes experience stress on a day-to-day -day that you, you weren't expecting. You know, maybe you got in a car accident, maybe you're child sick, maybe you got a, you know, un, un, uh, a not so good text message, maybe, you know, something triggered you to put you in a anxious thought or a sticky situation, whatever, you know, your boss talked to you and uh, you have a conversation coming up that's causing your stress, you have a test, you have an exam, you have whatever it is, right? You identify your stress. However, sometimes these, the, this stress cannot be planned for, but here's what I'm talking about when I say plan for stress and what it really means. It really means that I want you to sit back and really think about your next 90 days. Think about each quarter in this year. I have structured my life in quarters and then in months, weeks, and days. So when I look at the quarter in the next 90 days, what m must I look at and be aware of that might cause me more stress in my life so that I know that I can't add anything to my life in that amount of time? For example, let me give you two quick examples. So the first thing is... Um, you know, this is a pretty uh, pretty common one, but like right now, my wife and I are looking into buying a new home. And, you know, uh, I wanted to plan on when we bought the home because two years ago, prior to us getting married uh, and planning out our wedding, we wanted to buy a home. We thought that was a right time. You see, when we sat down and I sat down and thought about it, I knew that buying a home, moving in together, 
and buying a, um, you know, producing and and uh, planning out a wedding was a lot to take on. So if I can plan for my stress, if I can allow myself the time to really think about what the next 90 days is going to look like, I'm going to make sure that I set myself up for not so much overwhelm in my life. So I knew two years ago, prior to us getting married, in the middle of planning out our wedding, we should not always also be house hunting. So although I wanted a home, I didn't think it was the right time because I didn't want to feel so chaos, so much chaos in my home when we're literally just now going to be a newly married couple. We're going to step into a new home. We're going to be moving. We're going to be um, executing on our honeymoon, right? Like getting to uh, experience our honeymoon together. All of these things piling up, right? That's really where I'm trying to get at with this. All of these things were piling up, and I was like, let me see what I can eliminate from our plate so that we can make sure that we're not so overwhelmed, we're not so exhausted, we're not so stressed in this moment. That's what's going to help you to plan for your stress. When you think about what your next 90 days looks like, and let's just say now, right now we're looking for, well, we're closing on a home. And I know I don't want to add anything else to our life currently. Like, I don't want to go buy a new car. I don't want to have to, you know, start building a new course. I don't want to start a new job. I don't want to do new things. I don't want to add something new to my life because I'm just trying to focus on getting through this specific season, this specific day in my life. I'm not trying to add to it, right? So some of you are adding too much to your plate, and that's why you're so stressed. Some of you are just stressed because you're too far focused into the future and not currently sitting enough time to be present and and accept your current reality. Some of you are stressed because of the amount of worry that comes with the future or uncertainty. But ultimately, what I'm here to tell you today is you've got to start planning for your stress. I feel like I'm really good at planning for my stress because I'm not trying to add more things to my plate than what I can chew. Maybe that's something that you need to be thinking about this year, too. Especially if you were like me and your health started to plead, your back started to hurt, your neck starts to hurt, your health starts to you know, go out the window because you cannot manage your stress well. I'm not sure if anyone can really manage your stress well. Maybe you feel like you can, but even if you can, it's still causing you some more uh, detrimental. It's causing you more energy to be able to hold that stress down and not to be so reactive towards others, mean toward others. Because I know when I'm stressed out, guys, listen, I'm not the greatest guy out there when I'm stressed, when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm anxious, when I'm not in the best head frame or the emotional state. I'm not that great of a husband. I'm not that great of an employee. I'm not that great of a man. I'm not that great of a coach. I'm not that great of a writer. I'm not that clear in my head. And I'm sure that you're not either. You're not that good of a father. You're not that good of a mother. You're not that good of a spouse or a relationship partner. So what you need to do here is think about how you can plan out your stress in the next 90 days. That's the first step is just do a quick overview. Look into your next 90 days and just get a game plan for yourself, right? Try not to add too much onto your plate that you cannot chew. Because that's something that we do often, and we got to stop doing that. The second thing is I need you to think about the, this question and getting an answer to this question. How would my best self show up and take on this very moment that I'm stressed? You see, when we are stressed, like I said prior, when we are stressed or when I'm stressed, my best self does not usually show up. So what I've been intentionally doing throughout these past couple of months, uh, last six months of my life, is I've been asking myself, how would my best self show up to this current circumstance or situation? Right When I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed about buying a home and having that massive amount of income coming out of our pocket, you know, and that's a big investment and yada, yada, yada. When I'm feeling stressed, or let's just say, you know, my, my wife had, I had a stressful day, then my wife comes home and she has a stressful day. How, I'm, how am I going to show up for her? How am I going to show up 
and be there with her to meet her where she's at. Because if she's stressed and I'm stressed and I allow my stress to take over and she no longer feels heard or we're both stressed out and we're both going to get in a bad attitude, whatever it may be, I've just got to ask myself a little bit more and be more intentional this year and asking myself, how would my best self show up and take on this moment? My best self, personally, here's what I've been doing. I've been starting to get out of my mind and into my body the moment that I know that I feel stressed. When you feel stressed, it means that you feel something in your body. You feel tension. You feel tensed. You feel um, like your shoulders are coming up to your ears. You'll probably see that if you're watching this on YouTube, how many times when I'm involved in a podcasting, how my uh, shoulders start to creep up towards my earlobes, and I have to keep reminding myself, relax, and just enjoy, and just you know put yourself out there in a more relaxed manner. Listen, whatever your body does, right? is what you've got to be in tune with. Your body will showcase whether or not you're stressed. So listen, sometimes I just have to ask myself, how would my best self show up? So how would my best self show up? Well, once again, I would do some breath work. I would relax my body and I would allow it to completely go like numb. If you're watching this on YouTube, I literally am allowing my body through breath work just to relax and just release and say the word release in my mind as I breathe out. So if I breathe in, release and just relax my mind, relax my body, understand that this situation's already being taken care of. And that's something that has helped me to lead in my home and lead in my life a lot better because I have a game plan. Every time I feel stress, I allow my mind to relax. I allow myself to tune out of my mind and into my body. So one, what I mean by that, I change my physiology. I change the movement of my body. I do jumping jacks. I do um, squats. You know, I do pull-ups. I do push-ups. You know, I just shake my body. I tap on my meridians. If you don't know what your meridians are, maybe we can talk about that another time. But they're basically uh, central points in the body that allow your body to awaken within itself. It's a beautiful process. But nonetheless, my dear friend, just understand, like, you got to ask yourself, number two is, how would your best self show up and take on that moment? You'd probably be more centered. You'd probably be more grounded. You'd probably be more clear. You'd probably control your breathing. You probably wouldn't, um, you know, speak before uh, they're done talking. All of these things would probably take place if you really allow yourself to be intentional. Number three is take a moment for solitude and silence. Anytime I feel too stressed, I disconnect from all of my distractions and reconnect back to myself and sit in solitude and silence. So solitude is putting myself in a place where nobody can interrupt me, and silence is obviously turning off all distractions. When's the last time you've done that for yourself? And I think this is key. I think this is one of the most important practices that you can implement in your own life in 2024 to experience a better quality of life and develop better relationships. Because if you have a strong relationship with yourself, you will have a strong relationship with other people because you're giving yourself that space to create that space to create a healthy relationship with yourself, which then can help you create a healthier relationship with somebody else. So when I ask you to take a moment to sit in solitude and silence, how many times are you doing that throughout the day? I allow myself to disconnect from my work, disconnect from you know uh, my cell phone, disconnect from my technology that I have sitting here in front of me, and I allow myself to just take a moment to debrief, to disconnect, to reconnect back to myself, and just make sure that, hey, how are you doing, kid? You all right? How are you doing today? I ask people that all the time, but I don't ask myself that enough. You know what I mean? How many times a day do you ask, hey, how are you doing today? You ask it nonchalantly all the time. You don't even realize you're asking it. But now I'm asking you to ask yourself that same question. How are you doing? 
That's a moment that a practice that you want to put into your, you know, everyday life, you know, maybe three times a day if you can, uh, is just to take a moment to debrief, to, to practice some, you know, solitude and silence and disconnect from all the digital distraction and allow yourself just even a couple moments to just do some breathing exercises and to just put your hands over your heart and to find gratitude. This can really help you to lead a better life and relationship in your home and outside your home because you're really just taking time to pause, to reflect, and to enjoy this present moment. And the last but not least is once you understand what might be coming up in the next 90 days that could cause you stress, and then you answered the question like, hey, I know that we're planning on buying a house and closing on it in the next you know, 60 days. How would my best self show up in, for the next 60 days so that my wife doesn't feel so consumed by the angst or the worry of closing a home or all of the unknowns or all of the extras, right? I'd be in a positive mindset. And then I take a moment to just sit in some solitude and silence to put my hands over my heart and to practice some gratitude and breathing and releasing techniques that I just talked about. Releasing at, I speak the word release into my body, into my mind, into my heart. Every time I release the uh, breath. And then last but not least, I make a decision and I act accordingly. So when you're managing stress, a lot of people find it hard to make decisions. And most of the time when they make decisions, they're not making the right decision, not make, saying the right thing. This is why the first three things that I talk about is so important. Once again, if you allow yourself to disconnect, to reconnect back to yourself, you'll be able to make a better decision. You'll be able to act accordingly based upon that decision that you're making. You know, you're asking this, yourself that question in the moments of solitude and silence. Hey, how would my best self show up to this? And finally, I knew that this stress was coming, so I'm already prepared for it. And I already knew how I was going to handle it. But now that I'm here, this is how I'm going to uh, act accordingly, and I'm going to decide upon what I'm going to do. So like, once you're sitting in stress, once you've planned out your, you know, next quarter, the following, um, you know, uh, quarters in your life, you really got to just start thinking about how you're going to show up, you know, take a moment to yourself to, to just breathe, to just relax, to just sit in silence and solitude, and then finally make a decision and act accordingly to your higher self. My dear friends, planning for stress is what leaders do. If you walk into your home stressed and then your home is stressed out and they're coming to you as the leader to kind of calm the storm and you are in a bad emotional state or mental state or physical state, you will not feel like you are capable of managing your home stress. And if the leader is not capable of handling their home's stress, then what are you doing? You're not a good leader in your home. Now, I know you're not perfect, but these are the things that I'm thinking about. These are the things that I'm Am I ready to walk into my house? Am I ready to walk into my home to meet what, with whatever my wife has to bring to the, the dinner table? Can I look at her with an open and honest mind, heart, body, soul, receptive as a good listener, good communicator, where I'm not dumping my mess onto her, that I first can accept whatever she might be going through, good, bad, or indifferent? You know, a leader shows up. They anticipate problems. They plan out for how they're gonna execute and overcome their problems. And I think that you should do that too in 2024. I have some big goals this year, 
you know, hopefully writing and finishing a, another best-selling book, hopefully uh, tripling on the amount of podcast episodes I'm releasing, hopefully, you know, creating my uh, newest course, hopefully doing a bunch of different, you know, things throughout this 2024, buying a home, all of the things that come with that, right? There's a lot of some big goals in 2024 where the life is going to change and change drastically. And so I've got a plan for those things. I, and I understand how I'm going to show up for those things. And I understand how I'm going to react, or in this case, act, proactively act in those cases. And I'm just trying to bring up to you as a, as a real quick friend and a guide and a relationship coach and, a, and um, a podcast host here is I want you to start thinking about how can you start to plan for your stress? And then how can you, what can you implement in your own life so that you can overcome that stress so that stress doesn't control you you can can control the stress and live in a happier home and have a happier relationship with yourself my dear friends this is the honey i'm home podcast and if you found this podcast episode helpful supportive encouraging and or uplifting be sure to do me a favor and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast at because this podcast when you leave a review it continues to climb up the ranks and it allows that podcast this podcast specifically to reach more homes to reach more hearts and to reach more people that's what your review does for this podcast i never ask for your money i never ask for anything from you besides just leaving a free review and you guys always reach out to me on Instagram and in my DMs and talk about, hey, how this uh, episode has helped you. And if this one did, do me a favor and, and, and leave a review on the podcasting app because that's what's going to help me significantly amplify the reach of this podcast. But once again, my name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast. And this is a segment on the Happy Heart Academy podcast called Honey, I'm Home, where I teach leaders how to lead and win within their home and life.